0: forward by the author let me tell you a story about a short story it was called the bathroom and was my first in print almost 50 years ago in winter's crimes an annual collection from macmillan who had published my first novel soon after publication a letter arrived from ruth rendell as a novice author I was thrilled to learn that a crime writer I admired, but had never met, had actually read my story and liked it enough to get in touch. The theme, a house with a sinister past and its influence on the current occupants, had interested Ruth and she wanted to see it for herself. The house was a real one and still existed, but the street had been given another name, and I knew where to find it. Ruth, who lived in Highgate at the time, And drew inspiration from long walks in London, went specially to see it, and wrote back to tell me about the impression it made on her. Houses and the dark forces within them were a recurring theme in her writing. She had already written The Secret House of Death, and later titles would include The House of Stairs and Thirteen Steps Down. We met and she generously encouraged me to write more short fiction, and gave me a lovely quote for the cover of my next book. I couldn't have asked for a better start, and I haven't stopped since. This new collection reaches the landmark of my hundredth short story. Writing them is a treat I give myself between novels, trying out fresh ideas and new ways of developing them. Some approaches will work only in this short form, but others provide the impetus for longer books. For years, my novels were set in the Victorian era because I wasn't sure I could write about the modern police. Thanks to getting up confidence exploring contemporary themes in short stories, I finally made the switch to a modern-day Bath police series featuring Peter Diamond. He has bulldozed his way through twenty books and into this collection in a three-pie problem. I looked for a common factor in the later stories and found it. Almost all of them are about groups or individuals with an interest or a way of life that is unexpectedly visited by crime. Mostly they are unlikely protagonists, a romantic novelist, a dressmaker, a beekeeper, a brotherhood of monks, a bookseller, the cast of a play, an obituary writer, an entrant for a fancy hat contest, and a lady seeking advice for a personal problem. In each, you will learn a little about their activities, just as I did, and I hope you will be surprised and entertained by discovering how the crime emerges. One of the stories takes us right back to Edgar Allan Poe, who is generally regarded as the writer of the first modern detective story, The Murders in the Rue Morgue, which was itself a short story. The history of crime writing shows how the earliest popular writers from Poe onwards concentrated mainly on short fiction. Conan Doyle, the creator of Sherlock Holmes, is the obvious example, along with G.K. Chesterton, Father Brown, and E.W. Hornung, A.J. Raffles. In America, Black Mask magazine was a huge influence on writers like Dashiell Hammett, Raymond Chandler, Earl Stanley Gardner, Cornell Woolrich and John D. Macdonald. Black Mask ran from 1920 for about thirty years, and after it ceased publication, Ellery Queen's Mystery Magazine and Alfred Hitchcock's Magazine became the main outlets for short mystery fiction, and continued to be so, which brings me back to my story. Buoyed up, with Ruth Rendell's encouragement, I submitted The Bathroom to Ellery Queen. My jubilation ended when they sent me a polite letter of rejection. Maybe it was too British for American readers, I decided. Every writer must learn to accept disappointment. Six years after The Bathroom, I wrote another story, reworking the theme of a house and its past, and sent it off to New York, and this time it was accepted by the editor Fred Danay one of the duo who wrote so many ingenious novels and short stories under the pseudonym of Ellery Queen. Mr. Dene actually encouraged me to write more. I was on a roll.